This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, hey guys, and welcome back to the Onwards and Upwards podcast. My name is Hope, also known as Life with Hope on TikTok and Instagram, and I'm so excited that you're here today listening with me, chatting with me. But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into today's podcast. So creating and sticking to a consistent routine is honestly so difficult and it's way harder than it seems. I know that there is plenty of advice out there suggesting that if you can just get a solid routine in place, that other aspects of your life will become much easier. And I'm not saying that's not correct, but I'm saying that getting to that point can be much more difficult than it seems. So for example, we all know that a morning routine filled with self-care practices, exercise, and a healthy breakfast will really help you jumpstart your day in a really positive way. But there is a slight problem with routines in that it's not always something we can stick to 24-7 every single day of the week, every day of the month, and so forth. I truthfully think that it's inevitable we encounter distractions, obstacles, and other life events that are going to throw us off track, but just because we fall off track doesn't mean we have to stay there, and that's kind of what I'm going to be talking to you about today. So personally, lately, I have not been in a consistent routine whatsoever. I was really on top of it at the beginning of the year, but I think that as soon as like April hit, I started to fall a little bit off track with when I was going to bed, so I was waking up later, I wasn't going to bed early enough, I missed out on all my reading at night and there were just some important things to me that I was no longer doing throughout the day because of the fact that I wasn't on a routine and so I finally made the decision to make a change and to try to get back on track since I don't need to stay in a place where I'm just completely routineless you know what I mean like you can find a healthy balance that works for you while still being able to not have to sacrifice kind of a little bit of spontaneity in your day of course so because I do think that there's a proper balance with that and we'll talk about that later but you guys get the gist. But yeah, so my morning routine right now is practically non-existent and my day as a whole kind of lacks the structure that I know I benefit from. So I work from home and I think that especially if you work from home or if you work in a setting where you're not going into an office, it can be super difficult to know how to establish a routine that's going to guarantee you kind of a successful work day, work week, and work life in general. And I really just started to ask myself, you know, what should I do now that I have no routine, no structure, and now my healthy habits that were in place are now starting to fall apart. So I knew that I needed to address it, but I didn't really know where to start. And so hopefully if you're in the same boat or if you're experiencing something similar, this will really help you. And here's the thing, I know how good it feels to have a routine that really does work for you. I've done it for years, but I want this to be a reminder that having a routine and never falling off track isn't realistic. In fact, I think I can guarantee or nearly guarantee that you're going to fall off track for at least a moment, even if it's only a second. It's too difficult to try to stick to a routine for your entire life every single second. There are always going to be those times where unexpected events happen, you know, you have obligations, you have responsibilities, and these things are going to come up and interrupt your routine. So I really want to emphasize that this podcast isn't about how to stick to a routine forever and ever. It's about how to get back on track with your routine and maintain a healthy balance of kind of your life while still 
accounting for those days where things kind of do fall off track because they're going to happen. Okay, so today I have three tips for you guys that really helped me kind of push myself back onto the right track. So I wanted to share what I'm doing with you in hopes that it inspires you to jump back into your routine too, because it can be really beneficial for all of us, but we have to have that healthy balance. And I'm going to keep pushing back to that since I have gotten a lot of comments lately about, you know, a healthy lifestyle isn't healthy if it's not balanced. And I completely understand that perspective, but I also understand the perspective of if you are somebody who enjoys routines and you function well on a routine, then absolutely go for it. If you have more fun in your day, if you feel like you have a completed morning routine, then go for it. I know that that's how I personally am. I view my morning routines as time for me, really. I think I just view it as a time where, you know, in the morning I can sit down, I can read, I can exercise, I can journal, I can write, I can, you know, do whatever I want in the morning because I have no other responsibilities then. I know that by the time, you know, seven, eight, nine o'clock rolls around, I'm going to have to start responding to emails. I'm going to have to, you know, start prep work for the day and all that stuff. And I really just want to make sure that every single day I'm giving myself time to reconnect with myself because that's something that I know I should prioritize in order to have a balanced life. So let this be a reminder that, or this little disclaimer for the rest of the podcast, that I'm not trying to say your routine has to be something you do every single day because that's how you're going to get burned out. But it is something that you can fall back on when you need to just feel like you're back on track and kind of dialing into your work mode. But yeah, let's go ahead and jump into the three tips that I have for you guys on how to jump back into a routine after falling off track. So number one is kind of like a curveball, but you're going to switch up your routine and just create an entirely new one. I know that if you're thinking about it, it's like, you know, I'm, I just fell off my routine. Why would I create a new one? How is that going to help me? I already couldn't stick to one. Why should I try another one? And let me try to explain this to you in the way that it worked for me and why I found it to be so beneficial. So I have a couple of examples for this, and the first one I'm going to start off with just is in relation to a morning routine, since I feel like that's a great kind of way to just explain what I'm talking about. But basically, let's say that every morning you wake up at 7 a.m. and you decide that you're going to go for a run. Well, you've never done this before, so going for a run in the morning is suddenly, it's new, it's exciting, it's different, and you want that feeling to be what motivates you to jump back into the routine. Let's say that for the past, you know, six months to a year, every single morning you've woken up and you've started to read a book. Well, if you're going to try to jump back into a routine and you wake up in the morning and you're like, wow, I really don't want to read a book, the best way to get into the practice of a routine again without needing to feel like it's repetitive is to change up what you do every morning. So for example, you could have Monday, Wednesday, Friday be reading days, and then Tuesday and Thursday be going for a walk days. Again, these are just examples, but I really do think that this is something that a lot of people could benefit from since I personally get really bored of my routine really fast. And that, of course, makes it difficult because nobody wants to do a routine that makes them feel bored. So I would definitely encourage you to switch it up. You know, if you normally start off your day with reading, try going for a walk instead. If you regularly wake up at 6 a.m., try setting your alarm for 5 or 7 a.m. The idea is to just give yourself a little bit of a surprise. Switch up your routine and put something that gives you a little bit of extra excitement back into your day. Another great example that I have for this is to schedule things out, and I think I talked about this a little bit in last week's podcast as well as in a few TikTok videos, but I, this month, have started to schedule out days in advance for things to kind of like look forward to, and I definitely think that you could put this same practice into your routines as well. 
Again, the idea here is to make your routine exciting. It's to make it something you want to do and not something that you have to do. Because eventually you're gonna create the habit of being in a routine again and it won't matter as much. But to encourage yourself to kind of jump back into that routine, you wanna make it as appealing as possible to you. Tip number two is to find convincing ways to hold yourself accountable. And I'm gonna be honest, this part is really hard for me, I'll admit it. I think it's hard for everyone if I'm being honest, but holding yourself accountable is not an easy thing to do and it's an extremely vital part of getting back onto a routine. So that's kind of where things get tricky. I would encourage you to try starting with identifying something you know and love. You know, maybe that's a TV show, shopping, working out, you know, whatever. Whatever you have a passion for, use it as your motivator. So when I say find convincing ways to hold yourself accountable, I want you to think of that whole kind of saying of the carrot on a stick, you know, where you hold a carrot on a stick and continue moving it as a motivator. And then the bunny or whatever is behind it keeps moving towards the carrot on a stick. Well, go ahead and try this out on yourself. So for example, I'm gonna be honest with you guys, my guilty pleasure is definitely reality TV. I think that it's mindless entertainment. It can be super enjoyable. I just watch Love is Blind and I just, I love that show. I can't explain it, but. But using that show as an example, instead of binge watching it, which I am totally guilty of, use it as kind of a motivator for you to get your routine done. So for example, if I know I wanna watch Love is Blind at night, then I'm going to say, hey, I can't watch that show until I finish my entire night routine. And maybe my night routine consists of doing some light movements, doing my skincare, and drinking some water. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be anything too complicated. It's just the practice of getting yourself back into the routine of, okay, it's eight o'clock, I have to start my night routine, I have to start winding down, and here's what I need to do next. And your TV show or your new book or a shopping trip on Sunday is going to be what motivates you to finish everything that you need to do. So Sunday is a great example too. Since we all love our Sunday resets, I am a big fan. Sunday is definitely the day where I just like to stay home, clean everything, refresh everything, and just make me, I guess like make myself feel like the next week is going to be awesome because I'm prepping for it on Sundays. I know that you guys get what I'm saying. We all love our Sunday resets. So if you are struggling with getting back into the routine of doing your Sunday reset every single week, then try to encourage yourself by saying, hey, maybe after I finish my reset routine, I'm going to go to Barnes and Noble and get a new book. And you don't have to spend money for this either. You could say, you know, I'm going to meet up with a friend after I finish my routine. I'm going to go on a dog walk after I finish my routine. The idea is to have something that is going to hold you accountable in the sense that you're going to convince yourself that whatever you want is going to be right beyond that routine. And that's really what's gonna end up being the motivator for you. Keep in mind that when I say reward yourself, make it a small thing that is practical and makes sense for your lifestyle. So when I say reward your small achievements, like completing your morning routine, I mean reward that in a way where maybe you make yourself a coffee that morning. That's your reward for finishing your morning routine. Sorry, that was a little bit all over the place, but essentially what I'm saying is to find something that you enjoy, something that you know you're passionate about and leave that at the end of your routine. So that's going to be something you have to look forward to. And after you finish your routine, you can enjoy that. And that's just a nice way to help motivate yourself and hold yourself accountable in a realistic way. And the third and final tip is to don't do it alone. I think that a really big mistake we make when we're trying to get back into a routine is trying to do it all by ourselves. So I do have a couple tips here that have really helped me. So if you're trying to get back into the routine of working out every day, maybe you start by calling a friend and saying, hey, do you wanna go to this spin class? Do you wanna go to this Pilates class with me? And suddenly it's not just you going, you have another person going with you and that's gonna kinda help push you back onto that routine since Kind of similar to the previous tip, you have something to look forward to. You're going with somebody, so it seems more fun in your brain. <laughs> 
It also really forces you to keep that commitment, so eventually it will get easier from there. The same example goes forward with if you want to wake up earlier. Ask somebody for coffee in the morning before work. So you can kind of see where I'm going with this, where if you have a routine that involves doing something that you find difficult, then I would encourage you to do something in that routine with another person because then it makes it a lot easier to want to do it. People can be super great motivators, and if you're close to them, they'll want to see you succeed as much as you do, so it's even better. Like for example, two, three, four days ago or something like that, I was having the most difficult time finishing my emails. And it was one of those things where the, the task itself is super easy to do, but you work it up in your brain to feel like this huge daunting task. So you just keep putting it off again and again and again until eventually it never gets done and then you're stressed out and you spiral, you're overwhelmed. I think you guys know the cycle that I'm talking about, but I broke that by kind of calling a friend and saying, hey, I'm having a hard time getting my work done right now. I need somebody to work with me. And you know, she said, great, like I need to get my work done too. And so when we're able to work together on that, it becomes a feeling of kind of like a, it's like a teamwork type thing in a way where you're both doing your own work, but you're doing it together. And so that is a huge motivator and you can also apply that to your routine. So another example is I was trying to get in the habit of going for more hikes. I told my friend, you know, can we go on hikes every other week? And she said, yes. So then perfect. We're going to go on hikes every other week. That's just another example of something that I think you can really implement into your life where you want to build a new routine of going on Sunday hikes. You want to build a routine of going out Saturday night. You know what I mean? Like it could be anything that you think is going to benefit your life. If you add another person to that, it can be really helpful. So I really hope that today's podcast really helped you understand ways that you can get back on track after falling off of your routine. I know that I am personally still struggling with it and I'm still trying to get back into a solid morning routine, but I know that if I implement these steps, it'll slowly get easier because it's one of those things that I think you need to just do over and over and over again until it becomes a habit, it becomes a routine. So I wanna encourage you that repetition in this is going to be key. So if you only do your morning routine, you know, once or twice a week, it's going to be more difficult to turn it into a solid routine that you do every single day. You're gonna to wanna to slowly increase the amount of times that you do your routine because that's what's really gonna help build it into becoming a core part of your life again. And that's honestly where I'm at with that right now too. You know, my morning routine, I'm doing it maybe three to four times a week now. And while I'm happy with that, I know that I feel my best when I am doing it every morning. And it doesn't have to be a super complicated routine. You know, it could just be 15 minutes of, you know, five minutes movement, five minutes reading, five minutes exercise. You know what I mean? You can break it up into these really small segments. So it's achievable to do every single day without burning you out. But I hope that this was encouraging for you and I hope that you're able to gain something from this and apply it to your own life. That's gonna benefit you and help you get back into a routine as well. I do have a few questions that we were gonna talk about at the end of today's podcast. So let's go ahead and hop into these and then we're gonna wrap it up. So one of the questions that I got was how to hold yourself accountable and how to kind of be your own motivator in that sense if you don't have somebody else to work with. And I would definitely encourage you to set realistic goals for yourself. And the most important part of this is to give yourself a timeline. So I work from home and a lot of my job is freelance work. And so I don't always have strict deadlines that I need to follow. It's more like one hard deadline and then I need to create my own softer deadlines within the entire kind of duration of the time. And so what I'll do is I'll mark in my calendar that I wanna have, you know, project one 
done by Sunday afternoon. And realistically, project one is not due for a month, but I know that I'm going to need revisions. I'm going to need to edit it and rewrite it and do whatever else I need to do to it. So I wanna give myself time to write that initial draft by the first Sunday of the month instead of waiting the entire time period. That's a great example of a realistic timeline that you can set for yourself to achieve your goals and hold yourself accountable. The trick with this is actually sticking to those deadlines. I'm totally guilty of pushing them back a few days because you know in the back of your head that it's not due till later. But if you're able to kind of convince yourself that, hey, I set this off deadline for a reason and maybe I have some sort of reward for myself once it's done, again, going back to that reward system, which we'll touch on in a second too, but it is really helpful. And so I would encourage you that if you are trying to hold yourself accountable on your own, that creating small goals and setting deadlines is a kind of super powerful, like dualist effect that can really help you. And then like I just mentioned, creating a reward system for yourself is also super, super helpful. Again, these are really small rewards, but they really add up over time. So an example of this might be, you know, if you want to write 10 pages of a book that you're writing every single week or something like that or every single day and the reward is if you stick to this habit or routine every single day for a month, then you'll get a new set of pens or you'll get a new notebook. These rewards can really motivate ourselves way more than we might think. So I would encourage you to put a couple in place just so you have something to look forward to, to work towards and all that stuff. And the second question I got had to do with the guilt that sometimes you feel when you fall off a routine. And I'm somebody who tends to feel a lot of guilt and a lot of shame around not feeling like I had the most productive day ever. So if I feel like my day was just average or if it was kind of a lazy day, I'll tend to kind of beat myself up at the end of the day. And that's not really something we want to be doing if we're trying to live a completely healthy life physically, mentally, spiritually, all of that. So if you're struggling with a feeling of guilt when you fall off your routine or a feeling of shame or anything like that, I would encourage you to realize that this is not something that we are meant to stick to every single day for the rest of our lives. Like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, you know, it's normal for us to encounter obstacles and other just like daily events that come up and they're inevitable. And so we need to be realistic with how we view our routines and also be realistic with what we actually can do. I know I kind of started to beat myself up over not being able to go on the treadmill every day or, you know, every four days or whatever like that a week that I was previously doing really, really well. You know, this whole year I was on a great routine of going on the treadmill Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then one day or one week I just fell off track and then I couldn't get back on track for like a month and I could have beat myself up about that and said, hey, that really sucks. Why are you doing that? And I could have thought negatively towards myself, but instead... I recognize that, hey, maybe my body needed a break. Maybe I needed to focus on something else right now and that's not my number one priority. By showing yourself some compassion, I think it's gonna not only be easier for you to get back into a routine if that's what you want, but it's also gonna be easier for you later down the line when things come up that are out of your control. You can kind of give yourself that grace and say, hey, it's not a big deal give yourself a break, the, the world's not ending because you fell off your routine, even though I know it can sometimes feel that way. So I really hope that that kind of makes sense. And, and I would just say, recognize that a routine is not healthy if it's not sustainable. So again, you're gonna be aiming for things you can do every day or every so many days that improve your life, not take away from it. 
Anyways, I think I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for being here today and tuning in. It honestly means the world to me. I'm super excited to be starting this podcast and to be trying to share this information with you guys. And I really hope that you're finding some value in it. Again, if you have any questions at all, it could be about this topic, about another topic, about anything, go ahead and DM me on Instagram. I reply to absolutely every single DM that I get. And then you can also leave me a comment on Instagram or on TikTok or wherever, and I'll see those and I'll reply to them there too. But yeah, thanks for tuning in and I will talk to you guys all next week on Onwards and Upwards.